our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hey, Sonia. Hi, Sim. How exciting is this? I am so glad that we're doing Money Confessions now. Money Confessions has been a long time coming. We have taken inspiration from this series from a number of amazing places, including the girls' bathroom that do confessions around like relationships. There's a Twitter page called Recession Confessions that also send in confessions that we've loved. And also go fund yourself the Instagram account that has financial confessions. This series has been something that we've been working on because Sticky Money Monday, as much as we have loved it and have had so much fun sharing your questions for us, we wanted something that we could change up because after a while like our advice just turned into the same thing for everyone I agree I also feel like we can only say communicate so many times in different words I almost got sick of hearing <laughs> us talk about it so I understand why the community said sticky money Monday must go yeah we're listening to our uh, listeners and we agree with you we're aligned and I'm excited for the change as well because we always want to be genuine we don't want to be saying things just because we feel like that's what people want to hear so I feel like this new series is going to bring that I'm pumped all right let's get into the question dear Sim and Sonia I used to be an overachiever I used to have several side jobs while still scoring very good grades in high school and in the first half of my degree I identified as always busy, committed, and ambitious. However, in 2022, things changed when the pandemic hit and the world went into lockdown. At that time, I was on a two-week holiday in Indonesia and decided to take a break and not go back to my home country, Germany, until things would be quote-unquote normal again. Fast forward, I ended up spending the last three years slow traveling Indonesia and other countries while completing my bachelor's degree online as well as starting my master's remotely. I love this time of my life and I would love to keep living in different countries, but now I am really struggling to get back into my hustling mindset. I feel like I've lost that ambition, that hardworking part of myself. Financially, I have a fair amount of savings and work some minor side jobs during my travels like at a surf camp or as a yoga and fitness instructor. 
Overall, I managed to travel and live on a small budget and even grow my investment account. Now, I'm 23, I have six months of living expenses saved up, but I still get that fear of, oh my god, what am I doing? I will end up living on the streets if I don't get my crap together. In the past few months, I've been feeling increasingly anxious about money and bad about myself, especially after updating my CV on LinkedIn. And in brackets, she goes, there was not much to update. (laughs) I know that I have been living a very relaxed life and I feel lazy and bad about it. In the last three years, I haven't really accomplished anything career-wise. I only focused on my studies. I haven't even done an internship that would be worth mentioning to future employers. Looking at my fellow students who have completed several internships at great companies and started their corporate careers, I feel quite useless. I've applied to several internships, but that only ends up making me feel more insecure about my situation. My family says I should do whatever I want while I'm still young, as long as I can somehow afford it, but they don't really seem to understand my inner conflict. I just don't know how to get back into my ambitious mindset and get my first good internship or job. I want to slow travel the world and live life that I love so much, but by building a promising career at the same time, and I don't know where to start. Please help. A lot to unpack there. So just a quick like summary, because that was a little bit of information. We've got a used to be overachiever here. She was this way until 2020. COVID hit. She decided to extend her holiday in Indonesia for three years now. And it's just been studying there. And I guess has become accustomed to the sort of slow living, slow travel, I guess, way of life. You could call it that. And now she's like, hmm, but I miss like the hustling and I miss that part of me. But I also like haven't done that stuff and don't know how to get back into it. And should I get back Mm. into it? I think I want to start off with a few things. One, just completely validating your feelings and your anxiety. And I think it's such a normal thing in the age bracket that you are in now or like throughout your 20s where you just compare and you feel some type of way. And as much as people do the work to not compare themselves, it's kind of hard not to have those thoughts and have that anxiety when you see people around you achieving certain societal goals that are so like normalized that you should, you feel like you should be accomplishing. So I don't think it's strange or weird that you're feeling that way. I mean, I'm 26 and I had a full breakdown over like (laughs) careers and what to do and like purpose. And this was, this was in 2023, you know, like this was recent. Yeah. This was very recent. Seminar was all about it. (laughs) And so, yeah, first of all, just taking the time to validate your feelings. I think, dare I say it, almost everyone in their twenties, like they go through this, especially when you've traveled and you're living a little bit slower and you see these people live really fast paced lives and they're in their careers, you know, trying to make their money, trying to accelerate their careers. So I completely get it. I also want to say how cool that your family is like, you're young. This is what you should be doing. Relax. I think that is so cool that you've got your family support to like live this lifestyle because we usually hear the opposite of this is what I want to do, but my family says X, Y, Z, especially as brown kids. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, wow, how amazing. I just want to jump in like and talk about, I I really want to talk to you about that idea that you mentioned at the very start of we all think like we should be doing this. We all have these kind of existential crises 
I don't think I agree. I don't think it's unique to just like one person. I just feel like comparing ourselves to other people's careers, progressions, especially people of our own ages, is like a sure way to feel crap about yourself. Like there is no end to it because you could be someone that makes $100,000 already and you'll have a friend that makes 200000 and that $200,000 earning friend will have someone that they know in their company that makes $300,000 yeah. and everyone has people in their circle because as your income or your experiences grow, you end up meeting more and more mm. people that are doing the exact same thing as you and you keep falling back down into I'm just average. And I've seen that among I've seen that among doctors. Like my friends are doctors, but they're all doctors. <laughs> so they all think they're just like average. They're like, but everyone around me is doing this. And I'm like, do you not see what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, to clarify, I just feel like anyone in their twenties or early thirties like goes through this. I think you're right. Like comparing ourselves doesn't do us any good, especially because the goalpost constantly changes. Like even if you are making a hundred K, you're so right. Someone like one of your friends might be having drinks and like, oh yeah, I just, just got promoted. I'm going to make 300 K now. And in your head, you've started a competition, you started a battle and like you're the only (laughs) one playing, babe. Like... I get it. I get it. Like I'm going on a holiday soon with some friends. You know, I'm I'm happy with it. Like I've said yes to everything. But the way that we're planning this trip, like let's do this and let's eat here and then let's go meet this person. And should we have like a private showing for like this company to like see their handbags? I'm like, oh, I'm the poorest person in this group. Like the trip hasn't even started. And I'm like, okay, like that's (laughs) stressful. (laughs) A literal millionaire saying that. Isn't that crazy? That's what I mean. Like you're just, your groups and your horizons will expand and unfortunately or fortunately you will always continue to feel like you're just average so that will never go away. For business owners every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card it's the culmination of your hard work dedication and commitment to your customers that's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments introducing tap to pay on iPhone powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. All that to say, how can we help this girl? I guess I can only speak on what I've gone through and I have been like start of 2020, if you listen to our episodes back then, I was like the hustle culture girl. I was like the poster child for side hustles. I was like, get my bag, take care of my friends and my family, take care of myself. And just like, that was my value. And as time went on, Sonia like bit it out of me day by day, just being like, stop it, relax. You know, like your values are not aligning with your health. (laughs) Your values are not aligning with like almost like reality, so to speak, like you can't keep up. She didn't say this first <laughs> word, but it was almost like you want this, 
but you're like killing yourself for it and like it's not realistic either your values have to change or you just have to get better at what you do and it sounds like to me this is one of those typical situations where your values have just changed like you used to be a person that really valued hustle culture and valued getting ahead and your career was the most important thing to you and you've had this amazing very unique experience that not a lot of people do hence why what you're doing feels so odd where it seems like you've kind of realized well I do kind of value the way I'm living now, slow living, slow traveling, exploring. And I don't know if I want to get back into corporate 101. And I think that's actually what happened to Jay Shetty. Yeah. He like went and lived as a monk in India for a bit. Like he wasn't really happy in his corporate world. And then when he went back, he was like, I don't like this. I just want to address you say, because you're not really understanding your inner conflict as well, because you know what you want to do. It's just how you go about doing that. Do you think that this person can have it all? Like if she makes the decision to live slowly, whatever that means to her, and in this case, it's slow traveling the world and to live a life that she loves, but she also wants to build a promising career at the same time. She doesn't want to jump from one low paid side job to another. Can she have it all? Do you think? I don't know. I think if I was in her shoes, I would just decide what is it that I actually want? Because I feel like she's in conflict with herself being like, I enjoy this, but then everyone else is doing that. So maybe I should be doing that. And that's what I used to want. Mm. And I would just have to first work out, like, what does happiness look like for me? Because if that does look like a slower lifestyle with maybe less money, but more time for myself, more sunshine, more friends and family, then that's your answer. But if you, if part of her is thinking, no, I still want to have some ambition or I still want to have a level of ambition that I'm comfortable with, then it's just a matter of saying, well, okay, some of the like relaxation time we'll have to give and some of the sunshine hours we'll have to give but as long as you're living a life that is in alignment with your values I just think you don't end up having Mm. inner conflict I think something that helped me when I recently went through my quarter life crisis was I did a lot of shadow work. I know I've talked about like reflecting and journaling, but shadow work for me was something different. If you don't know what that is, it is working with your unconscious mind to uncover the parts of yourself that you repress and hide from. And if you go on Pinterest, if you go on Instagram, if you go on TikTok, if you Google shadow work questions, there's going to be plenty of questions that come up that you can start unpacking why one the conflict exists what success actually means to you and as you start chipping away at it you'll kind of figure out what you actually want to do and what path you actually want to take it might take some time and it's very uncomfortable I will say that like the questions are are deep it's like are your goals dreams and ambitions actually yours or are they someone else's is your definition of success society's definition of success or something that actually aligns with you and your values and I think if you start that work and again this helped me I'm not sure if it helped you I'm just kind of figuring out a way how you can be super real with yourself and unpack it for you. I think that's a great place to start. I also think that something that I came to the conclusion of, like with my therapist as well, hey therapy, 
shout out to therapy doing wonders is that when we make decisions oftentimes we think that this is the final decisions like in a year I'm not allowed to change my mind in two years I'm not allowed to change my mind that is not the case at all and for me personally I would just take the time to one give yourself a little bit of grace and just realize that no one actually has it figured out people are constantly questioning what they're doing and two if you make a decision for now in terms of how you want to live your life and what you want to do, a year down the track, two years down the track, you might actually change your mind and you are allowed to steer your life in a different way. You don't make these decisions and you're like, yep, this, I'm making this decision. I'm committing to it for the next 20 years. No, babes. Breathe. Take it one step at a time. You know? I think that like summarizes everything because. I mean, I find that helpful. Like, I still get into the mindset of, like, if I make this decision, this is the decision I have to live with forever. And I was, like, thinking of, like, doing a big life change, like, moving countries. And I was like, but what if I get it wrong, da-da-da. And everyone was like, you know you can lose back, right? <laughs> Literally. You know you're not going to be stuck in that country no. forever if you hate it. Again, it's like you question yourself every step of the way. I think also just unpacking what is holding you back. Is it fear? Is it because you're uncomfortable? Is it because you think that you won't have the approval of others? Is it because you think you won't have money? Like, what is it? There's so many ways that it could be. And I just, I honestly, hand on heart, feel you take a little bit of time to do a bit of shadow work and reflect, you'll find the answer because no one can tell you what to do. But if you want someone to tell you what to do, because I often like that, this is what I would do. (laughs) I would put in an hour a week and just dedicate that time to like looking at internships, looking at other things, like doing things an hour a week or even a day a week to improve my career so that I feel like even though they're baby steps, I'm doing something about it. And then that way, that like niggly feeling that you have of I should be doing something, but I'm not like, I, you know, you can't. It's like watching Netflix when you know you have an assignment due. You're just you're just going through it with stress in the back of your mind. But if you're just chipping away at that stuff over time, you'll feel less stressed. So try that out, see how it goes. But the real answer comes down to where do your values lie and are your actions lining up with your values? So I feel like that's probably a good place to wrap things up. Now, if you have a money or financial confession, let us know at hello at girlsatinvest.com. Send us a DM and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.